This podcast is part of the Everyday Heroes Podcast Network, the network for first responders and those who support them. Welcome back to Citizens and Scrubs. Hi. I'm Nicole. I'm Lara. And I'm not going to lie, this episode almost didn't happen today. <laughs> fun last night a little bit too much fun with Mm -hmm. people younger than us who Mm -hmm. apparently um are okay with missing mixing eight thousand types of booze it's gross and then kept giving it to us because they thought it was funny (laughs) and um (laughs) yeah not it's been a long day (laughs) about an hour ago i was sleeping and i didn't know if i'd make it so here we are um back with the summer series which is always my favorite Mm -hmm. today we're going to take a little hike in the woods mm-hmm. and we're gonna see some beautiful waterfalls we're gonna go chasing waterfalls yeah. again don't, don't do it go chasing waterfalls all right so sparkles has informed me that her waterfalls are short yeah so she's gonna short kick this off but um i was informed by mike today we have quite an email that came yes. in it's almost its own episode a little paper dissertation and yes it's yeah. uh, a thesis i think she wrote a doctorate so yeah. we're going to read that at the end of this and i didn't read the whole thing because it was already funny as i read some of it and i'm going to let sparkle surprise me okay. what comes in all right all right take it away waterfalls okay. waterfalls they're beautiful gorgeous they're cool they're calming mm-hmm. they're death traps yes they are don't go near yes they are um every year there's an increase in injuries and deaths at waterfalls and a lot of that has um, social media to blame. Oh, stupid mm. selfies. Mm-hmm. And people want to get the best pic. Mm. And so they Here's get that boulder coming off the waterfall on mm-hmm. my head. Um, injuries that can occur from waterfall accidents include drowning, head injuries, mm-hmm. facial trauma. Facial trauma. Yeah, like hitting the rocks and stuff. What, when you're jumping off the waterfall? <laughs> um, usually, we'll, we'll get into it, yes. but you're, usually you're climbing up rocks to get to the waterfall. Oh, okay. Yep. Got it. Um, fractures yeah. of the neck, back, Yeesh. ribs, lower extremities, and pelvis, because oh, they might good. not be as deep as you think, and there could be hidden features under that little pool. Um, also, splenic and liver lacerations are oh very common. Yeah. Jesus, it's like a car accident. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, it's impact like it looks oh it looks so fun and sweet and nice you're hitting the water like cement <laughs> and there's shit in it well i don't ever really dive off of waterfalls i just kind of sit under them yeah but don't jump yeah that's what no, i'm saying no no um although waterfalls are serene and peaceful their water can be extremely strong especially mm-hmm. after rain because they're swollen mm-hmm. and the force of the water can pull you under and drown you oh yeah um an aerated water makes it harder to swim in the waterfall with the constant yes. pushing down of it the air like in the water. It has system yeah. around it. Um, so the aerated water makes it really hard to swim and resurface. So it's if, even Holding if you could do that in a pool, yeah. you're, you're struggling harder to get back up above the surface in a waterfall pool. Um, when you tumble over a fall, you have no idea how deep the pool is, and you can hit rocks and trees and all that stuff in the pools or just the force from the fall can cause injuries as well okay um a lot of times people have to climb to reach waterfalls if you are climbing up a rocky surface and you're already wet and slippery yeah the rocks and trees on the way down will cause some serious injuries <laughs> you're gonna break your arm you're gonna break your leg you're gonna get facial facial lacerations so some safety tips for waterfalls um one wear sturdy hiking shoes or boots because you're climbing like yes. it's it's not like a little you're not going to the beach. You're climbing to get to these things. Stay on the trails. Um, <laughs> Stay on the trails. <laughs> heed warning signs when they say, don't go near there. 
don't climb on the rocks. Don't go near wet things. People, it's amazing to me the amount of stupidity yeah. that people avoiding signs, crawling over fences that are put up for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's amazing mm-hmm. the stupidity people have. Um, never climb on or around waterfalls. Never jump off waterfalls or dive into the plunge pools. You do not know how deep they are. Exactly. Um, supervise children and pets when near one. Never play in a stream or a river um, above a fall. So Ooh. if there's a fall downstream, don't be playing in that river upstream. Because if you get stuck, you're going right. over the falls. If you get caught up in a current, you're going over it. So don't Ew, that you can is play a... downstream, don't play upstream. Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. Um, and don't take photos at the top of a waterfall. It's moving water. <laughs> don't do it. Um, never go alone. Always make sure you have someone with you. Don't ever go swimming on a water don't alone. Don't do anything anyways. alone. Yeah. All right. Um, Except read. Always bring a phone because you're usually in the middle of the woods mm-hmm. or forest or whatever it is. You have to call for help. It's not like there's 8 million people around you in a waterfall. That's if you get reception wherever right. you're at. Right. Um, and always check the weather because flash floods. Fl- flash floods. Flash floods. Yep. <laughs> flash floods are a real thing. Mm-hmm. They come in a flash. That's and, why they call flash floods. Yep. Um, very dangerous. And then everything swells and you're over the edge. That's what she said. Over. Yep. So I have some stories. Oh, I hope they're good. Well, waterfall. I know how I like a good waterfall story. Yes. Um, and then at the end, remind me to end with my uncle's story. Oh, my God. You really have a hometowner. Well, that isn't even in my hometown. I just found out about that. All right. Let's see. Let's do the Brazilian man. Oh, Brazilian man. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got some waterfalls down there with the Amazon and shit. Um, oh, I got that information from... Wikipedia? No, I don't do that. <laughs> MissionHealth.org. I don't do that. Excuse me. Um, I got... This one, this article is, I'm not sure, New York Post. So, a Brazilian man died um, in 2020 after slipping off a waterfall while taking a selfie. Son of a... Yep. Guilherme Chiapetta, 22, plunged 32 feet (gasps) while taking the photo, landing on the rocks um, in South Brazil. Yep. Um, Chiapetti suffered traumatic brain injuries, um, and died the next morning at a hospital. Um, his aunt left a post on social media. If I knew that last Sunday, that kiss would be the last one you were going to give me. I would have hugged you more and kissed you more. Go in peace, my angel. God welcome you with open arms. Um, the kid's father told the media that his son frequented the waterfall in where he fell from to take photos. Like he was there all the time. He knew it for whatever reason that yeah, day. It doesn't matter. Up. Wasn't paying attention. Taking that picture. Um, and then there is, so there's a, in Yosemite. Yes. There is. No, no, I'm thinking of a Yellowstone. Oh, there's Bridal Veil Falls. Oh, it sounds pretty. It does sound pretty. Mm. It sounds like it kills a lot of people yeah. all the time. Um, so, um, and this is, what year is this? This was from 2019. Um, a Romanian tourist, Lucian Mu, M-I-U, fell 20 feet after he left the marked trail. Of course. Mm-hmm, to explore the rock field above the viewing Why area. would you do that? Why would you do that? Um, he was 21 years old. Oh, that's why you did it. Yeah. Um, his fatal tumble was one of two major falls at the waterfall that week wow um two separate incidences occurred at the base of bridal veil fall 
um, when the subjects hiked to the viewing platform below the fall and then scrambled, scrambled up the boulder field toward the base of the waterfall, bypassing all the signs I'd say, that advise against you're a dumbass. the trails. Um, according to witnesses in both cases, the subject slipped off wet boulders and took 20-foot falls. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, rescuers had to climb over the rocks to get to the injured mm-hmm. person. Helicopters had to come in to evacuate them. Um, another incident that week occur- occurred at Lower Yosemite Fall. A visitor slipped off a boulder and fell into Yosemite Creek. After becoming trapped underwater between rocks, the person did manage to escape. And bystanders got them out of the water. So that one survived. Yes. Um, in 2019, there had been 23 documented incidents in which visitors had slipped and injured themselves at Bridal Veil Fall alone. And 14 of them suffered head injuries. So those stories are, you know, social media. Mm-hmm. You're getting pictures. Mm-hmm. You're leaving the mock trails. Not paying you're attention not to the signs. the signs. People you're are dumbasses. climbing on slippery rocks. Um... But it's just unreal. So then there's a story from 2018 from Citizens Times. Oh, Citizens Times. Mm-hmm. Um, a girl, Sierra Rice, was a freshman at Western Carolina University. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Um, she and some friends um, in 2016 decided to hit one of the college's bucket list items and took off for a hike to Paradise Falls. You know, remember bucket list item? Yeah, it means before. When I talk about... My hiking okay. guy. Okay. Because he was, one of them was checking off a bucket, bucket list, list item as well. So I guess the college would put out, like, I don't know if it was a college or oh, the promoting. kids at the college yeah. would put out this bucket list. Um, So they decided, yeah, we're going to hike to Paradise Falls. Now this is September of that year. So she's like brand new at the school. Um, The waterfall's like only a 20 minute drive from campus. Everybody goes and does it. Um, It's in the, I don't even know why I'm going to try to say this. Nantahala National Forest. And um, partly on Duke Energy Land. It requires (laughs) a steep, slippery, hand-over-hand hike to reach the stunning cascade that empties into a cold, natural mountain swimming pool. You make it sound so beautiful, Laura. Popular for cliff jumping and making dares. Oh, yeah. Dare. Like, I dare you, I double dog dare Mm -hmm. you, I triple dog dare Mm -hmm. you. Okay. Uh, It's so remote, there's no cell service there. (laughs) Um, I can see where this is going. I can smell it all the way over here. Rice and her friends found their way to the pool, like, later in the day. And then talks turns talk soon turned to who Dears. would be the first to climb the rocks and jump from the cliff. Um, it, the, it, Rice said, the hike to Paradise Falls is known by everyone. It's known that if you jump off, you're a true catamount, which must be the mascot of the school. That's also the name they said, I'll Puma. jump if you jump. And she said, I'm not scared. In a swimsuit in BF feet. Famous last words. Yeah. Swimsuit and bare feet. Yeah. On Rice, rocks that are wet. Rice started the precarious climb and slipped. She fell 25 <gasps> feet onto rocks and broke her back. Oh! Um, Ouch. I felt that literally all the way down my spine. Yeah. She, she says, I had to grab a tree branch, but it was more like a vine and couldn't support my weight. That came falling down. When I was falling, I felt like I was going to die. Yeah, because you almost did. Yeah. Um, everything went black. My eyes were open, but I could not see anything. I guess it was from the shock of the traumatic pain. I had to roll myself over into the water and swim with a broken vertebrae to the shore side. Once her friends realized there's something wrong, because it takes a minute. Like, yeah. you see her climb and You whatever. think it's a joke. Yeah. Two of them had to run back up the mile-long trail and then drive until they could get cell service to call oh, 911. Oh, wow. Um, 
rescue local rescue squads responded. They placed her on a sea collar, which is like a mm-hmm. neck brace. Um, tried to warm her because these pools are freezing. The water comes from mountains, so and you also get hypothermia. When you shock your spinal cord, your body yeah, does you all kinds of weird shit. Um, they couldn't run an IV with pain medicine because they were afraid she was bleeding internally. Um, so she just has no pain meds. They, so was she... Pe- I'll wait till you finish. They wouldn't carry her out because the terrain was so rugged. They didn't want to risk dropping her and causing her to so become paralyzed. So they had paralyzed. to wait for a copter to show up. So for seven hours throughout the night, she had to lie shivering in her bathing suit, immobilized on a backboard, waiting for a Black Hawk hel- helicopter I would to rescue ra- her. I don't... I know. I was an EMT and we practiced on those stupid backboards. Oh, God. They make me They so are not comfortable. No. Seven hours on one? Yeah. Freezing. In your bathing suit. Why couldn't... No, well, I guess they didn't have any blankets or anything, right? No. I mean, the rescuers might have had some, but... Uh, uh, um, seven hours. Jesus. I was in severe pain. I was cold. I had cuts all over my body. I was super uncomfortable. The pain in back... The pain in the back was really bad. Um, the NC helicopter and aquatic rescue team, consisting of National Guard and, and North Carolina emergency management personnel, had to hover since there's no landing pad because right. they're in the woods. Now you're so going up far. on a string, which and I'm send not down a like. basket with the guardsmen yeah. to lift her 200 feet into the helicopter. Nope, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. Um, they transferred her. Is she scared now? Because she wasn't scared yeah. on the day. You're scared sure now. Petrified. Yeah. Um, they transferred her to Mission Hospital's air ambulance, which then brought her to the trauma center in Asheville, where she had to immediately undergo spinal surgery. Um, a spokesman for the college said the college does have a freshman bucket list, including items such as tube down the Tuckasegee River and participate, participate in the freshman run. Until Rice's accident, it did include the hike to Paradise Falls. Now it's but like, immediately after it was removed and Walmart, no longer get promoted. a bag of chips. Yeah, um, she said the paramedics took really good care of her. They told me I was really lucky to be alive. They told me that if I had hit my head, it would be all over. Um, and they told me that people had died before from the falls. Um, she said I really had no idea. If I did, I probably would not have jumped. There were girls who went to Paradise Falls after me who knew what happened to me and said, "We're gonna go anyways." Was people really out listening. No, no. Um, people are stupid. Yeah. So emergency responders and the management officials, as well as Instagram postings <laughs> and stomach sickening YouTube videos of cliff jumpers at Paradise Falls will all back up Rice's statement. People are still doing it. Yep. They know this girl went, broke her they back, almost died. They don't care. Sometimes um, I think that's almost more of an allure to people. Like, right. Oh, I'll bet you I could do it. I right. wouldn't be that stupid. Well, so they say the desire with um, to impress, to push the limits, to get a great selfie, seem to have no bounds. People walk right past the signs that say danger, serious injury, and death have occurred here, and they go right to the falls. Mm-hmm. Um, the number of people going to these falls is also on the rise. Um, with an es- this, where this is, is an estimated 5 million visitors a year. Wow. So more and more people are going. Yep. Um, which just causes more and more accidents. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard, though, to get an accurate number of injuries because... You know, people leave and don't tell you. There's nobody there watching. Um, there, but by most accounts, there had been four waterfall-related fatalities in North Carolina in 2018. Eesh. February 26th, Upper oh my goodness. Catawba Falls. Um, Jimmy Paul Schmidt Jr., 37, who was visiting Jacob, from Georgia. Jingleheimer Schmidt? Yes. Okay. Fell to his death when he leaned over to get a better view of the scenery. Oh my May god. May 20th, Elk, Elk River Falls. 
Um, Thomas McCardle Jr., 26, of Martins Ferry, Ohio, had been waiting at the base of Elk River Falls. It's believed he slid off a rock and was dragged under by the strong currents due to recent heavy rain. Oh. So he was just in the pool itself. Just hanging out. And drowned. June 2nd, Upper Creek Falls, a grandfather. Oh, that's just the, I'm not even going into that. That's the district of the forest. Um, Daniel <laughs> Arroyo, 25, of Lancaster, South Carolina, became separated from a group. They looked for him for about an hour before they could call 911. His body was found in the pool at the base of the waterfall, which was really high from recent rains. So he must have gone over without anybody seeing. June 23rd at Rainbow Falls. um, John Schaefer, 42, of Charleston, South Carolina, was swept over the falls while trying to save his dog. And did the dog live, did he? Oh, probably. I think the dog's on the side looking at you like, ha ha. Rice, so this girl, Rice, um, said she's never been back to Paradise Falls, um, but she knows it's still a very common potty spot for students to go to. That's crazy. Yep. That she's is crazy. just trying to get the word out there to warn people about waterfall dangers. Yeah. Um, she went back to school. She, um, you know, she went there because it's in beautiful mountains and she yeah. could hide I mean, and Asheville, do all this. North Carolina is beautiful right it's, but she like picked the school partly because of hiking pretty. and it's beautiful and blah 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 she still goes to school um but she can't like she's like i want to go swimming in the creeks and do all that stuff like while i wasn't studying you can't do anything she said i used to walk around campus i used to go hiking with friends and go to the gym i used to play soccer and volleyball i used to be a lot more active and better at sports i'm not active anymore she said she's gained nearly 50 pounds since her accident Ooh. and has been riddled with health problems and she said once you become injured it's easier for other things to go wrong yep. in your body, which is yep. true. Um, she had a gallbladder out. Gallbladder out. Um, she gained a lot of weight. She gets injuries m- much more frequently. Um, and she just wants people to take precautions. It's beautiful, but it's extremely dangerous. You have to take a step back and think, what would your life be like if you were to get injured? Yep. When I lived in Hawaii, mm-hmm. I mean, there's you can't walk two feet without a waterfall. Mm-hmm. The big thing they have out there is... The waterfalls, this water is, like you said, it's rushing because it's, you know, most of Hawaii is very tropical, so it's always raining. So right. the water, they're pushing boulders over the waterfalls yeah. with them. So it would say, don't stand under the waterfall, which everybody's doing because you're going to get cracked in the head by a boulder. Oh yeah. So then there was this other story, but I can't find where I put it. But I think it was in the news and I remember thinking, oh, my God, it was like some church group went up into the forest mm-hmm. and I don't remember what state it was in. And they went up, and one guy climbed over the rail and was standing at the top of the fall. Of and people were freaking out, like other people that were there, like, come back over. You're not supposed to be over there. Like, that's really dangerous. There's a reason come back that over. the railing's up. He went back over. Two other people went on the other side of the railing, I think, to take a picture. Both of them went over. It's like this church group. Like, they were just out uh, there for an outing. But, like, you have to heed the signs. Yeah. Listen to the, the warnings. The fences are there for a reason. Dress appropriately. Check weather. Yeah. Like, you have to... You have to be careful. They're beautiful. It looks like fun, but you... But it's not really. No. Um, so we're at my uncle's memorial yesterday, and a friend of his from, like, high school got up and, like, started saying something, and he said, you know, he was always wild, and, like, you know, he would always do anything, and I'm thinking, yeah, this is why my son's like he is, because it's in his blood. Yeah. It's my uncle, my father. <laughs> it's all, like, <laughs> they just do, but, oh, this looks like it's dangerous. Let's yeah. do it. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Anyway, so we said... um, they went up to like New Hampshire or Vermont or somewhere and they were, there was like a, a waterfall and they were in, like 17 or 18 and he went to the 
my uncle went to like the bridge over the top of the waterfall and he's looking and he said just friend i'll give you 25 bucks if you jump with me and he goes i went oh, up there Lord. and i look over the bridge and i look over the fall and he's like all right if you go i go and he's like okay and he said and my uncle just put his arm through his and they just both jumped off he goes i went back as an adult to the waterfall and he said, and I went to the bridge and he goes, I looked down and I thought, I don't know how I'm standing here alive. No like, shit. They just jumped off like a 25, 30 foot waterfall into the pool below. Oh, like, no, just, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Why? Don't, There's yeah. no point in doing this. Nope. 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 No. Nope. It's awful. And then did you just see this a family? Oh, you know what? I'll talk about that with the, I'll talk about that next time. Next okay. Episode. All right. Because it's kind of similar. But anyways, heed the warnings. Stay on the trails. Stay on my trails. Don't Do not go chase over. waterfalls. Don't stand on boulders. They're wet and slippery. Yep. Um, They're beautiful to look at. Yeah. The pools are them. also dangerous. You yeah. have to be careful. It's respect water. Them. You have to be careful around water. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's going to bring me to how are we going to get to these waterfalls? Well, we're going to hike gonna in. We're going to hike in. We're going to hike in. Good hiking boots on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're going to hike into these gorgeous waterfalls. And I've got... Uh, Quite some stories about hiking. Okay. So, mountain hiking is defined, it's defined, you know, as walking in a mountainous environment predominantly on marked trails and paths. However, Mm -hmm. boulder or snow fields can also be part of a mountainous hike as well, as short and very easy rock climbs could be. Passages with or without sport, like, so you could be doing rock climbing that you may or may not need wires for. Okay. Okay. Most hiking is done in altitudes under 3,000 meters. All these articles that I get, it's always meters. I don't know how long a fucking meter is. All right. It is estimated that every year there is about 175 deaths attributed to, quote, unquote, unintentional deaths in a national park, like hiking. Yes. Being one of the unintentional deaths. Dangers of hiking fall into three categories. Bad weather, wildlife, and environment or topography. Mm-hmm. Hikers' mistakes are not um, one of the biggest mistakes they make is they don't check the forecast, so they're not properly prepared. Yeah. They're not wearing the correct gear. Or they might go out when you wouldn't have gone out if right. you knew that was going to happen. When you uh, there's a hike to Tuckerman's Ravine up in New Hampshire, oh. it was on the backside of Mount Washington, and halfway up the ravine, there's this little cabin, ranger's cabin, mm-hmm. and on the wall are all the deaths on mm-hmm. Mount Washington. Almost all of them, people, they think it's New Hampshire or weather, how bad can that weather be? Mount Washington gets, I think, the worst weather in the world. So it hits and it comes and goes. Mm-hmm. It could be June, you're going to get a snowstorm. Yeah. And they're not prepared and they freeze to mm-hmm. death. Or flash floods and they, they mm-hmm. drown. It's crazy. So not being aware of your surroundings and not practicing safe hiking is another problem that they fall into. Not properly researching terrain and environment and not being prepared mentally. Mm-hmm. No hike itinerary, not enough water, hiking alone, overestimating your hiking ability, getting lost. So, common hiking injuries you're going to find. Sunburn. How do we fit that? Wear sunscreen. Wear long sleeves and long pants and wear a hat. Mm -hmm. Blisters. They happen because we've talked about this in our um, marathon episode. Mm -hmm. It's friction between your socks and your shoes. So wear good fitting shoes and socks. Don't decide that the day of the hike is the day to break in your new hiking boots because no. that's always a big mistake. Yeah. Keep your feet dry. And as soon as you start to feel this, most hikers keep in their first aid kit moleskin, which mm-hmm. um, is weird looking, but it helps with the blisters. Bug bites. Again, basically every everything you're going to read here, wear long sleeves and pants when mm-hmm. you're hiking. Uh, wear, you know, 
Skin repellent, of course, this is a very green article, so nothing with DEET in it. But DEET really is the only thing that's going to keep shit away from you. Uh, muscle cramping. So drink lots of water, stretch before, try to refuel with sports drinks. Poison ivy. ID it and avoid it. Mm -hmm. And wear long sleeves and, and wear pants. long sleeves and pants. Scrapes and bruises. Wear long sleeves and pants. Uh, chub rub. Wear long sleeves and pants. Twisted ankles. Okay, so that's things that people come in contact with when you're hiking. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a few hikers here. Okay. Okay. We're going to start with September 2014. A hiker in Johannesburg, South Africa, gets his leg trapped by a boulder. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Every article I have today on all the stuff we're recording, I can't pronounce anybody's fucking name. Well, you're just not me, so. So we've got Sonolo Shodrak Rosello is searching for holy water and streams of a mountain range in South Africa that seems that's been deemed spiritual. Yeah. He, while searching for this holy water, slides down a cliff and he gets his, because he's, he's looking, looking for that holy water. Here comes a snake, scares the shit out of him. He goes down the side of the mountain. As he's going down, his foot gets trapped by a boulder. Mm -hmm. Fortunately for Sonolo, he's got a phone. He calls, resource, the crews come up. They have to climb down to this poor fucker. Mm -hmm. 50 hours it takes. Five zero? Five zero. Jeez. 50 hours it takes because they got to fly in an anesthesiologist and a surgeon and a paramedic who have to medicate him and amputate his leg at the scene. Oh. Because it's that stuck. They cannot move this boulder. So he's get his leg gets amputated at the scene. Um, and the, the, where he's at, the surgeon and the anesthesiologist are on like ropes and pulleys because oh they're God. cramped where this guy is and they're tr you know he's trying to saw while he's on a fucking rope that must have been real oh precise God. um so that's sonolo then you get the wicked famous guy mm -hmm. aaron ralston he is the star of 127 hours where he is played by james franco so i just am not one of these people um a.a. ron he decides he's going to quit his job and he's going to hike all the parks in the Southwest. He's just so fucking motivated. So he is doing all this, but he would often go off and not tell anybody where he, what he's doing, where he's going. So the day he decides to hike in this particular canyon of Utah, he goes off by himself. He didn't tell anybody what he's didn't doing. Didn't leave a message trying to find Nothing. No. Nobody knows what fucking... your mother? No. Going for a hike? Nope. Nobody knows what AA runs up to. Okay. He brings one liter of water, two burritos, a couple of chunks of chocolate. I would have had a lot more than a couple. Yeah. He's got his headphones on, a camera, but he's got no cell phone. God bless his heart. Oh my God. And he tells nobody where he's going. So he's hiking. Doink, 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 doink. Slips. Arm gets jammed between an 800 pound boulder. Oh. So for two days, he's trying with his rope equipment in one arm to jury rigs something to move this boulder nothing he's got it all on camera because mm -hmm. he's got his fucking camera he's got his headphones and he just nothing's working so he's got his knife and he i don't know if it was an accident or what but he accidentally sticks the knife into the so the boulder is trapped like where his elbow is yeah so he can see his hand on the other side but it can't come out so the hand's decaying because it's got no, a lack of blood no. right so now it's it's gone gangrenous oh. so he sticks the thing in the thumb and he could hear the gas from the gangrene yeah. come out. And he's like, it was like butter. So he, he kind of was like, All right, let's, I'll have to cut my fucking arm off. That's mm -hmm. what I'm going to do. So to get down to the bone was no problem because it's gangrenous. Right, he and 
He's like, he wasn't doing it out of desperation. He was so pissed that he was stuck in there. The adrenaline from the anger, he's just hacking away at his arm. But now you gotta get through the bones. So what does he do? He throws himself against the boulder till his <gasps> bones snap. Mm-hmm. Ooh, over yeah, and over and over till he snapped the bones off. Then he has to make the hike 64 feet out of the fucking canyon he's in. He gets to the top. He's got the rope as a tourniquet. He's dehydrated. He's a hot mess. Right. He gets to the top and it's always these Dutch people because in my other one, it's a Dutch guy. These three Dutch hikers are like, holy shit. They call for help. They get him help. The rest is history. So we are going to talk about my key star today would be Warren. Let me get Warren's name. Uh, Warren McDonald. Ooh. He's Australian. Mm-hmm. He, um, he's something. So this comes from season one, episode seven of I Shouldn't Be Alive. I love that show. I love it. I was watching this one. I, it stuck with me because I had to Google him when I was talking. I'm like, oh, I'm talking about this guy because this guy's fucking something. All right. So Warren McDonald is an avid seasoned hiker he Mm -hmm. wants to hike when nobody has hiked before Mm -hmm. god bless his little heart Mm -hmm. so he picks hitchbrook island which is like at the top of the great barrier reef off of australia Mm -hmm. it's a remote remote island there is nobody lives on this Mm -hmm. island there is a ferry that goes once a day to and out it's it like it comes in at eight o'clock you're going to be waiting there at eight o'clock he comes back he's not back till eight o'clock next morning in and out once a day There is one trail that goes to hike the island. And it is a dense, dense tropical rainforest on this island with mountain ranges in the middle of it. It's a wild, wild Mm. place to be. Excuse me. So Warren, he's hiking. He's hiking. Day one. He comes across like um, a beach. Mm. So when, you know, a lot of these wild hikes, there's always some random beach. So he comes across this random beach and there's this guy, Garth. Van Halen. Oh. Van Halen? Van Halen. He's Dutch. Van Halen. He's, he's gone to this island to hike. He wants to paint the landscapes. He wants to do this. He wants to do that. So Warren and Gert are hanging out on the beach that night. They've become friends. They've never met each other before. They become friends. They're camping and Gert's got this uh, book. Ten things I want to do before I die. My bucket list book. Oh, God. So one of the bucket list things now because of their accents i don't know if it's bone mountain brody mountain boone mountain it's a mountain mountain. that begins with a b that's on hitchbrook island he wants to climb to the top the views from the top of this mountain are to be amazing absolutely amazing sure warren's like "Hmm, i'll go with you sounds like a plan sure we'll go with you now gareth is kind of like he's got you know glasses he's got curly hair he hikes but He's no Warren McDonald, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So they decide to cut out the next day. Now, because it is such dense um, rainforest, like he's explaining there's these vines that can prickly shit on them. There's nice. everything that can kill you is on this island. There's poisonous spiders, poisonous snakes, fucking green tree ants that bite you. Ah! So there's creek beds. They climb the creek beds mm-hmm. to because it cuts time off of the hike. Mm-hmm. Well, because you're not, like cutting, through, you're not yeah. cutting through the overgrowth. Yeah. So 
they are climbing through these creek beds and Warren's like, I was like a gazelle that day. Oh, yeah, hopping boulder to boulder to boulder. And here comes Garrett. He's like slipping. He's falling. I mean, he's a hot mess yeah. behind the gazelle. Do, 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 do. That would be me. I'd be like, this sucks. I hate this. Why am I doing it? Okay. So he's struggling. The guy's falling like every two seconds. So five hours in to this hike and they're still not at the top. They're like, all right, we're kind of like lost. We're, we're not on the right trail to get to. They're not... Warren wouldn't refuse defeat. So he, he said, I, I wouldn't say we were technically lost. I would say we just weren't in the right spot. So okay. you're lost. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're not technically dumbass. You're just not that smart. <laughs> okay. So um, that's when they figure, like, let's set up camp. Good let's idea. have a cup of tea. Take a break. We'll have a cuppa. Mm-hmm. And deal with it in the morning. Okay. So Warren's like, I got to go to the bathroom. He's had a couple of cup of teas. Mm-hmm gotta go to the bathroom he goes but you don't want to pee where the creek is because we're using that water so he decides to kind of go a little farther up climbing like a gazelle one of the boulders so he can go pee while he's climbing the boulder he hears crack the boulder falls on him and pins both of his legs under it smash he in the the thing, he is screaming. He's like, all you could feel was the weight of it going further and further on my legs. He's like, oh, yeah. I was in excruciating pain. He was hysterical. Like, yeah. I would be, I probably passed out. So, Garrett's like, what the fuck? He comes running over. The bolt is massive. It's about this, it's as tall as like a six foot man, but it's, it's a thousand pounds. It was, oh it was like a ton. So... Warren's like, okay, I gave myself a couple of minutes to scream, and now I'm trying to get my shit together. And he's like, Garrett, got to get a lever. We got to get this off of my legs. So Garrett's got like this little shitty Swiss Army knife, and he's trying to hack at all these levers. And he winds up, he's like, at one point, the handle of the knife came off, and I didn't realize it. So he'd cut up the shit out of his hands. So they get the first lever, they try. He goes, literally, you hear the boulder move a little bit, but all it does is just shift it back. It settled it more on him. So he's like, you got to get a tree. You got to go get a fucking tree. So Garrett back into the woods and, and guys like, I can hear him going for this stuff. He's like, please. This, he's like, you're waiting for that miracle of the crazy lady with the strength to get this boulder right. off my legs. So um, as Garrett's looking for the tree, it starts to rain. Of course. Okay. And he's sitting in a creek bed. Okay. So it's pouring rain and he's looking for this branch and this guy's sitting there. He's like, okay, what's going to happen is I'm going to drown. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to drown in this creek bed because this water is going to come flying down. Mm-hmm. Garrett comes back with the tree after like hours of hacking. The tree cracks and Warren's like, I know this is the biggest branch we're going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and now my chances of moving this boulder are gone. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I said, he's listening to the rain and he's like, I'm going to drown in here. This isn't going to be great. And, uh, they're interviewing Garrett, and he's like, at one point, I can see the outline of... So Warren's sitting with this big boulder on his mm-hmm. lap, and he's like, you can see his outline. He's like, and I heard him cry, and I heard him kind of... Went, and Garrett's crying as he's telling you this. Yeah. He's like, and I realize, like, that's the only complaint he really made this whole time. And he's just like, I, I just didn't know what we were going to fucking do. So... The, the two people who barely know each other are sitting there and Garrett's trying to comfort him mm-hmm. as best as he can. And they're trying to come up with a game plan. And Gar- uh, Warren's like, you have to hike to the ferry. And Garrett's like, what? Because he's not the avid hiker. <laughs> I'm really not. He's hiker. like, you have to hike to the ferry. That's my only hope of getting out of here alive. Mm-hmm. Not that he wants to sit there alone and by himself, right. but there is no other choice. So they make this plan that Garrett's going to hike back. Now, it's going to take... 
forever mm-hmm. to get to this ferry. Okay. He's going to hike back and Warren's going to just hang Sit tight in the creek bed. And now the rain has let off. So he's like, okay, I'm not drowning tonight. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next morning, Garrett's packing up his shit. He leaves some food. He leaves some water for Warren. He leaves him a notebook and a pen. And Warren's like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? But he leaves it for him. And Garrett takes a pair of Warren's socks to wear while he's hiking out. Mm-hmm. Garrett takes off. Off he goes. So as you're watching this, it's going back and forth between Warren and what's going on with Warren, what's going on with Garrett, what's going on with Warren, what's going And Warren's like, I was going from moments of like, I got this. I'm surviving this too. I'm fucking dying here. He's like, and I realized he left me the pen and paper to write to the people I love my last words. Yeah. So Garrett. Garrett. Oh God, love Garrett. Garrett. He is falling down the mountain. He <laughs> is literally rolling and tumbling down the mountain. He's like, I was in such a hurry. I was just... And he's not in the creek beds now. He's in the thick rainforest. Yeah. At one point, like, they're showing you the green tree ants that they make, like, a ball of green ants and they bite. So he's like, I hit the green ants. I'm getting bit so bad I have to jump in a pool to get them off of me. He's getting hung up on vines, scraped. He's tumbling. He's falling. He's finally... Finally, I was like, get your shit together, Garrett. If you die, he dies. Like, get yourself together and hike down. So... He's doing his thing trying to get down. Now, Warren's clean his, um, the talking to him. He's like, you know, I always used to say it's glamorous to die in the place you love to be. No. He's like, well, it wasn't looking too glamorous while I was sitting there in the creek bed. I really didn't think I wanted to die here. So his emotions, like I said, they're all over the place. He's sitting there. He's like, I got to write my notes down. And now, almost a full day. Now it's six o'clock that night. Here comes the fucking rain again every night. Because they're in a rainforest. Right. It it's rains every day it's in the like rainforest. Yep. And he's like, I'm going to die. I, this is it. And now he's nauseous. He's throwing up. Um, everything, like, everything's just bad. So the next morning, you got Garrett. He's walking. But now he has been hiking for like 24 hours. And he's he's already missed ferry one. He's fucking exhausted. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was delirious. I couldn't, I didn't even think I could walk anymore. He's like, and I just sat down. He's like, and I was at the point where I didn't care. I didn't care about anything anymore because that's how tired I was. He's like, and I pull off my shoes and I look and I'm wearing Warren socks. And he's like, get your ass up and get moving again. He's Mm -hmm. like, so I get up, I get moving again. So now like day breaks and there's Warren hanging out in the creek. He's got no shoes on. And he's looking around him and he sees like blood in the water. And he's like, all right, I'm like a day into this. I'm not bleeding now. Yeah. He looks at his toe. Oh. There is a, what do they call it? A freshwater crayfish. It looks like a little tiny lobster. Mm-hmm. Picking the skin off his foot. Oh. And he's like, what the fuck? And he said, the worst part for me was, I didn't even feel it. He's like, but I'll be sh- Bullshit, you're going to eat me alive while yeah. I'm here. So he's like throwing shit at this crayfish. I almost threw up at yeah. that part of the thing. Um, and now he's watching, like, he's basically watching his feet go gangrene because he's like spots and he, he's still like, well, I, they're going to be broken. And he's also thinking like, how am I going to get down this mountain with two broken legs? If Garrett gets help, they're going to, I'm going to be, it's going to be excruciating. That's all he's thinking about. Mm-hmm. He's still thinking yeah. this is okay. So 35 hours into the hike, oh. Garrett gets to the base of the mountain, but he's not near the ferry. So he has to run like the length of the beach trying to find the ferry. 
While he's running, he's crying, he's throwing up, he's a hot mess, and he runs across like three um, people who just got dropped off. And they're like, yeah, the ferry's still here. He's like, Jesus Christ, runs over. Soon as the ferry captain sees him, he knows, like, something bad has happened. Yeah. The ferry captain immediately calls to the mainland to get um, rescue. rescue helicopters go. It takes over an hour and a half. So Gerd's sitting on the beach and literally writes into the sand, man trapped under boulders of the helicopter. He flags him down. They pick Garrett up. They take him to the... He's showing them where he is because it's so dense. I don't even know how he found it. I know. How do you I don't know? think I would have found you, Laura. You'd have been dead. You'd have been on the other side. The crayfish would have been up. Yeah. I thought it was here. Yeah. That, that vine looks kind is of... Is there another the creek on yeah. this mountain? Maybe. <laughs> There's a lot of boulders. Um, the crayfish would have been up to you, but you're right yeah. by the time I got there. So Warren is like hallucinating. He's, he's literally at the end of his... And he has the helicopter. Oh, my God. So he's waving his arms, this and that. So once they find him, they have to leave, drop gear off, and come back. Yeah. So on the helicopter is a trauma surgeon, all kinds of medical personnel as well. Mm-hmm. So Garrett gets strapped back on the beach, and they're like, you're going to have to take another helicopter back. And he's like, at this point, he's hysterical crying because he can't believe he actually made it. Yeah. So they go back... Um, up to where Warren is, and when they actually... So, again, because you can't land it, they have to wire these guys down a little wire. And the doctor's like, I thought he was dead. Because he's just kind of hanging on the bullet. He's like, I was sure he was dead. And then he lifts up, and he's like, good to see you, mate. I'm like, what is that you say? <laughs> so, they get these, um, you know, basically carjacks. They lift the fucking thing up, pull him out. Put him on the helicopter. Off to the hospital he goes. So... Then it switch, switches back to Gareth. And Gareth's like, I call the hospital to see how he's doing. And they're like, well, you want to talk to him? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to talk to him. And Warren's on the phone. He's like, hey, mate, you know, you saved my life. Thank you. He's like, but they had to take my legs. And at this point, again, Gareth can't even talk. He's crying. Right. So he becomes a double amputee pretty high up. Oh. He lost both those legs. I'm not surprised. I mean, no, they must have been shattered to fucking yeah. shit. So, even though he has no legs, mm-hmm. Warren is the first double amputee to climb Mount Kilimanjaro oh with my prosthetics. God. Yep. And he, God bless him, he, uh, nothing stops this dude. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So, we're going to do a little hiking safety tips. Okay. Before you go hiking, consult a park ranger. Make sure you know what you're doing. Make sure it's something you can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, give the park office a call before the hike. Visit the National Park Service site or stop by the office so they know where you, you that are. you're going to be there. Bring at least one friend. Never thank God because Warren had gone there alone. Yeah. Thank God. Although so, if you probably met Garrett, he probably you wouldn't be doing Garrett's bucket list. Um, bring at least one friend. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be hiking by yourself. At least there's somebody there to help you if God forbid something were to go bad. I'm not going to read the explanations they give you. I'm no, just giving me the title. All right, that was two. My paper feels awful thick for this to be three, but it is. Create an itinerary and share it with somebody outside of the group. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So if you're going, hey, Laura, I'm going hiking. Okay, great. If I'm not back in two hours, let's call the help and make sure he's cute. Uh, agree an emergency plan. Where is the re- uh, Will there be reliable cell service? Is somebody bringing a fully charged phone? If not, can you bring a, be- a beacon or some way of signaling right. people up where you are? Does the park have an emergency number? Can you transmit a message? Shit like that. Prepare for weather because weather will churn in a second. Mm-hmm. And if you're cold and you're wet, you're going to get hypothermic. Mm-hmm. If it's going to snow, you're going to be fucked. If there's lightning, you're going to be screwed. Mm-hmm. So check your weather. Pack 10 essentials. 
a first aid kit, a GPS map or a compass, sun protection, sunscreen, sunglasses, and a hat, mm-hmm. a jacket, a raincoat, or extra layer, flashlights, lanterns, or a headlamp, matches, light, or a fire starters, a repair kit that might have duct tape and a multifunctional tool, i.e. Swiss Army knife, nutrition, at least an extra day's supply of no-cooked nutri- nutrition food, power bars, I guess, I guess. <laughs> hydration, water, or means of water purification, an emergency shelter, take a tent, space blanket, which are those metal tinfoil yeah tinfoily yeah. looking shit a tarp a bivy as an emergency shelter for a sleeping bag oh. so take all those and make sure you pack them in case there's a problem mm-hmm. customize your first aid kit to shit you may leave, you might need you do not leave your medical history in a car when you go hiking you carry it with you buy proper hiking boots and socks mm-hmm. protect yourself from the sun sunstroke sun um is Sunstroke, sun exhaustion, heat exhaustion. They're no joke. No. So really watch what you fucking do. Bring an extra water or purification system. Stay on the trail. Always stay Let's on repeat the that trails. for those who had not heard. Stay on the mm-hmm. trail. Mm-hmm. Go for a small trial hike before taking on a mm. major one. Get into tra- tra- hiking conditioning. Mm-hmm. Be extra careful on the second half of the hike when you're exhausted. Or you're going down the mountain. Mm-hmm. That's when accidents happen. Like Gert. He fell down the entire mountain. <laughs> and if you think it's going to be too much, don't be afraid to turn back. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of being smart. If right. you're like, mm, I don't know if this is for me. I think I'm done with this I one. think I'm done. Okay. So, my information came from... Hold on a minute because I just threw the paper down. Oh, Let's see. Ah, 14 essential safety tips to follow before and during every hike from Self Magazine. And I shouldn't be alive. <laughs> and there you go. All right. All right, Laura, you got an email for us? I got an email. It's a novel. But I got so one. we have an email that I was told is episode length. It's... We could almost make it our own episode. Yeah. We yeah? Okay. Um, Talk to me, Goose. All right. Sorry, this isn't a. It's on my phone, so you're going to deal with it. Yeah, this. be patient. Okay. So. This is from Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin. My dearest Boston babes. Oh, I already love you. And Mike. Oh, Mike. Mm. Fan mail, yay. <laughs> I love your podcast. Legit. Oh, so do I. Cannot get enough. I love how raw and unedited it is. That is for yep. certain. I love that people think that's a good thing. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, we just don't know how to do it anymore. Yeah, we're raw. Yeah. I love the random tangents. It's just so relatable. Facts and stories with a side of nonsense. And we're circling back. <laughs> you make it feel like we're sitting in the room with you, catching up on a random Saturday night about crazy work stories and patience. I found you guys on Spotify. Ooh. I'm a fresh traveler, and the new unit is all about the podcast they listen to. I listened to Nurse Speak first. Spotify suggested you guys while searching Nurse Podcasts, and I'm so thankful for it. I binged all the episodes starting from the very beginning. Well, now I want to know, are we better than Nurse Speak first? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> you guys have taken me on an emotional roller coaster with all the episodes. I have laughed gasped oh my god and annoyed anyone around me bragging about my boston girls podcast (laughs) which i keep telling my son he's losing our culture because he does not none of my kids have the boston accent and the boston neighborhoods that create these accents are all gentrified with little yuppies so now nobody has the accent like listen we're a dying breed we can't let this die out we can't sad it's very sad so, few suggestions slash questions. Uh-oh. You don't have to read these. I don't I like assume suggestions. I this will be read on the podcast. <laughs> oh, we're reading it. We're reading it, oh, Caitlin. It's, it's going down, Caitlin. We're bringing it on. 
first one's for the man behind the curtain. Uh-oh. Mike, is it really necessary to have the intro beeps at level 9,000 and then the ladies <laughs> at a 7? Yes, because the dogs like it that high. <laughs> I'm making it louder this episode. I don't know why, but I have to turn down the volume every dang time. Maybe I just have extra sensitive ears. Nicole, Uh-oh. you kill me with the Wikipedia source. Well, that's all I can It's easy and quick, so shut up. <laughs> I'm sitting on the edge of my seat every time. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Sure enough, you cite Wiki. Well, I didn't cite it today. I'm like, come on. You're better than that. And roll my wow. eyes. LOL. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Spackles. Okay. Oh, here we go. I also die at the end of the episode with the monotone boring... Like, rate, subscribe, nonsense. I am coming off an adrenaline rush, good time, laughing so hard, then bam, snooze fest. Well, that was recorded three years ago, and we just keep playing the same yeah. one. I know <laughs> the listeners a new one. need to know how to get a hold of you guys, but throw some sparkle on it. Listen, <laughs> if I say it at my regular pace, no one's going to fucking know where to reach us. We're going to okay? slow her down. It's going to be boring. You don't have to listen if you already know. Um, Ooh, she's, ha- she's harsh. She is harsh. This one is for all three. Since Uh-oh. Nicole likes to be laid back and relaxed when chatting. <laughs> I'm tired. It moves away from the mic. Well, I have a grade A suggestion. Um, LOL. Could you MacGyver a headlamp with a mic hanging in front of her face? Think of the fish from Finding Nemo with the light hanging in front of his face. Yes, what could but go the wrong? The problem with that is I also talk with my hands. So I'd be, be hitting the mic. It would be like, boom, 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 as I'm hitting the mic that, fucking like, constantly. As we do with the tables. Yes, exactly. I yeah. hit it now. I'm cracking myself up. <laughs> You're not cracking me up yet. I'm waiting. <laughs> it's been crazy listening to each episode because later in the week, I either have a similar patient or it's related to my personal life. The jellyfish episode I listened to right before. Sorry. I listened to right before I went to Key West. I got home and I'm like, babe, if you get stung, I cannot pee on you. <laughs> I wouldn't pee on you anyway. He he looked at me like I had eight heads, which isn't any more unusual than any other day. So I explained the episode and he's like, we can buy vinegar down there. You don't need to pack it. <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't need it. Nor did he let me buy it. You don't want that breaking in your suitcase. <laughs> who douched <God>. in here? <laughs> I had a patient who was on our unit for quite some time. And I listened to the Munchausen's episode. I went to work the next day. And I'm like, so I was listening to this podcast. We know, Caitlin. All right, rude. But anyway, does so-and-so's mom possibly have the munchies? I was just shocked listening to it, being like, oh my God, she totally has No, it. she thinks everybody has Munchausen's. I know. <laughs> you have Munchausen's and you have Munchausen's. You're not sick. You have Munchausen's. <laughs> Liar. Um, I died laughing during your Donna Potty episode when you threw <laughs> Illinois straight under the bus about not knowing how to fish. Well, seriously, do you have any fucking oceans out there? No. I get pond fishing, but it's they pond fishing. It's not like deep sea fishing. Um, also, slightly personally attacked, but whatever. <laughs> I enjoy the jabs. I also- take it that's where you're from, Caitlin. <laughs> Also, when someone wrote in about how she was a new grad working in the ER and immediately asked if it was in Chicago. Well, because she was dealing with like four gunshot wounds in one day. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're not wrong with that, guess. It's a bit it's a bit of the wild, wild west here. Two stories. I'd say they're quick, but clearly I have so much to tell you guys. I was. On I think or- she should buy a plane ticket and come on up. I know, I know. <laughs> I was on orientation on a med surge tele-unit. I had a patient that was post-op and recently had her fully discontinued. All afternoon, she had been saying it felt like something... Um, was still inside her when she peed. She was a bigger lady, so couldn't really check her own lady pots and investigate. <laughs> I had her pee one more time, then lay in bed, spread eagle, and take a look. She went diving. Yeah. Now, when we place foleys, our straight cats, we have the three iodine swabbers to clean oh. the area and to get the wink. 
Apparently, when they inserted the Foley, they didn't dispose of all the materials, and inside her hoo-ha was an iodine swab. Oh, so here burnt. Yeah. So here I am, a new grad, fresh meat, having to tell an alert and oriented Times 4 patient she wasn't going crazy. Someone just left an iodine swab in her coochie. <laughs> yeah, making it sound like this happens all the time. Oh, yeah, we do it all the time. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, people aren't going to understand this that don't do that, but it might have been like a redirect, like, that's this her vagina. The, yeah. This is where the so when you're is. trying to put in a foley, you would be surprised, but the entrance to the vagina and the entrance to the ureter can be look the same. So sometimes people will put the swab, like you have three cotton balls dipped in betadine. You'll put the swab in the entrance to the vagina so that you know the right hole you're going into. So that might have been what happened. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many people can't find that hole. Oh no, shit. Um. I was wondering if you guys were going to do a topic on things found left in patients or any wild stories from the OI. We could do that, actually. Yeah. Um, I just finished the Advanced Mother's Day episode the other day. <laughs> a few years ago, I donated my eggs. I have to provide family photos, health history, the works. I had to have weekly lab draws and give myself shots and be on a strict med regimen. I went in weekly for vaginal ultrasounds. I ended up having nine eggs on one side and 13 on the other Yee. side for a grand total of 22. The procedure to remove them wasn't that bad. My boyfriend says he heard us all laughing, then crying. Then I was out in the chair next to him. When the nurse came out to talk to him, they told him, I may experience some pain and soreness. He said, she won't complain. Just say it's like bad period cramps. Sure enough, I came out. They gave me something to drink and asked how my pain was. I said, it's fine. Just like having my period. Can I have a heat pack? <laughs> I remember none of this. My doll. Yeah. I remember laughing with anesthesia, then waking up in the PACU area, wanting to go home. I have no idea whether they were successful with any of the eggs or how many they used. When I filled out the paperwork, they asked what you want done with your eggs if the parents should die and don't use them all. My eggs could legit be passed on to their family for future kids. Hard pass. I said I wanted them donated to science. There is a website I should check. If the family does conceive, they can contact me about any health history questions. That's I don't. That's weird for me. I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I mean, I know it's not your kids, but technically, but it it's is your, your kid. kids. Yeah. It's your DNA out there. Just wanted to share my thoughts, give you some fan mail and suggestions. Keep up the great work. Looking forward to the summer series. Love your Chicago friend, Caitlin. Well, oh, Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin, that was that was something. Love I'm all sorry, these suggestions. I bore you. Thank you. <laughs> you did not bore us. Glad you love the podcast. Um, listen, I like to kick back, so I don't know if that's going to change. Maybe I'll get a head mic, like a real, you know. No, like, I can't like take McDonald's. you serious. I can't take you serious. Like that. I cannot. <laughs> I can't like it with that. Um. So, yes, we love the emails. I love my fan mail. Maybe someday we'll get out to Chicago when we're huge. That would be fun. And, I love Chicago. Um, Chicago. I've never been there. It's oh, really? a hell of a town. Uh, so enjoy your summer series. Be careful <laughs> hiking. Don't go chase some waterfalls. Please don't go over the fucking railings in front of a waterfall like a dumbass. Now that we say that, did we do an episode on waterfalls? No. We did an episode on national parks. Oh, and the waterfalls. And there was a waterfall right. oh, okay. in there. I'm like, wait, I remember saying. I this. believe Mike titled that episode. Don't, Don't go, go chasing okay. waterfalls. I'm like, this sounds real familiar. Um, right. That was the one where the they jumped into the fucking thermal pools and shit. <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. So, so like, subscribe, rate, and review <laughs> the Scissors and Scraps <laughs> podcast app. <laughs> At wherever you find us. And okay? I will never say it like that and again. just <laughs> skip. What was it? Nurses speak. Just skip right over them and go to Scissors and Scrubs. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you later. Have a safe summer. Bye. Bye.